I'm done dicking around. Okay. Let's do this. I'm ready to dick around. Yeah, I'm both done dicking around and ready to dick around, but in a different way. Just different dicks and swinging them around in different ways. Have I ever told you guys that if I was to uh, make a jazz record, I would do it under the pseudonym Dick King and the name of my record would be Around? Around? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Love it. Dick King. Around. Yup. You'd get some radio jockeys to have a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> yup. That's, that's the whole point. That's some real inside baseball shit right there. <laughs> you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel, Tipsy Paddle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Paddle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Paddle, yeah! Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Z None. My name's Brandon. Would you like a mint? <laughs> My name is James. And I've never duct taped anything to my body while going through a TSA check. My name is Brennan, and I have the stone of Metrios. And my name is Ryan C. Metz, and my passport number is as follows. And I will now disclose all of the times that I've broken the law while flying domestic and international. Is it different? Like, a whole different set of laws? Absolutely. Oh, okay. You'll have to explain the difference to me sometime. Hey, guys, happy holidays. Happy holidays, folks. Kiss, kiss. We're here. We made it. It's the end of the year. I hope everybody's celebrating. I hope everybody is celebrating with their masks on. I hope everybody's celebrating alone. I hope everybody's celebrating locked away in a room. Only not really. Yep. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty even split. I think uh, half of the people in this country are very depressed and uh, half of them are carrying on like uh, nothing ever happened <laughs> no that's not how we want to start the show we want to start the show happy hey what's everyone's christmas wish i want to get the novel coronavirus i want to <laughs> learn the didgeridoo oh that would be fun i want, I want to in real life and not just on youtube watch a monkey snapping green beans <laughs> I've seen those videos before. That's oh. really great, Brandon. Well, I really like uh, me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just, just time. I want time. I want time to do things. Time to do the things that aren't on my Christmas list. The things that are on my wish list. I just don't have time. So I wish for time. Can you give me that, Santa? Do you have more time? He I could use like. An extra two hours in the day. That'd be cool. Yeah, he probably can't give you that, but he might be able to give you Metroid Dread, which is Ooh. coincidentally on my wish list. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for that, too. I'm looking for Daddy Santa to spend $60 for me. But okay, uh, let's, I guess we have to talk about this movie, don't we? Because it's about Christmas and uh, we watched it. Well, that was the whole idea. I mean, I picked this one, unfortunately, so I apologize to everybody, really. Um, but you yeah. are not usually the one to pick these movies, and the fact that you picked this one of all movies, uh, a, 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 a continuation, a feature of a of a sitcom that no doubt you've never heard of, never. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know why I picked this movie. And I, Brandon and James, you probably also know why I picked this movie. And our listeners probably also know why I picked this movie. Because we've done so many Christmas movies already that were starting to run out. And this was just the one that I saw. And I think everybody sort of begrudgingly agreed with me <laughs> that this is the one we had to do. Because we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here as far as Christmas movies go. The I thing think about this the tipsy panel is that we are a democracy, but we also yeah. never argue with one another. <laughs> that was very agreeable democracy. We've some of us have enter, entered like the helpless bystander phase <laughs> of the movie picking process, where we're like, "You, you pick it, we will do it." If none yeah. gets picked, literally throw a dart at a board. I, I was it sort does of sometimes in that phase feel like from the get go. It does feel like I've just like I'm just mindlessly like flicking the reins and just uh, yeah. you're all you're all in the in the in the carriage just along is, for the is ride. Now a, is now a good time to mention that this podcast is for sale? Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. please. Uh, our starting bid is one hundred twenty-five thousand um, dollars. We we will take more than that though. So if you want to offer more than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, yeah, that, that that would be wonderful. I will tell you I what we won't. Go to- what we won't take less than that no absolutely not yeah. no that's the starting bid sorry what were you gonna say brennan were you about to say that we were gonna go lower because well i was just gonna say if you're able to string together the secret message across all episodes prior we'll redeem it for a 20 percent off t- coupon yeah i mean yep. we'll go to 100 but you have to pay it in bitcoin <laughs> give me yeah. Dogecoin. If, give me, I don't know the names of any others off the top of my head. Ethereum. This show is Solana. an NFT. All right, this show is an NFT. This show <laughs> is also called the Tipsy Panel, and it's called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. That reason's in my cup right here. And this was necessary after a very long day. Uh, we make drinks. James makes drinks more <clears throat> specifically. We drink the drinks. I thought it was uh, called the Tipsy Panel because we were all coked up. Uh, no, that's the other show. That's the one we do after this. Sorry, one. I guess I didn't get yeah. the memo because I took a lot of cocaine before this. Have fun. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be all prepped for the after show. You could read off some, out. You could read off um, Kurt Schilling's wins above replacements after this. Uh, James, <laughs> tell me about this drink. So this drink, uh, Brandon, when we started, you called it like the the creamy the 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 sticky minty cream oh yeah the sticky minty creamy yeah that sticky minty creamy that's what it's called i couldn't Um, think of any good source from this movie for that anyway so it's perfect it's grandpa's mint Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's grandpa's sticky minty creamy sticky minty creamy oh no oh thanks grandpa anyway it's it's a uh as the name suggests it's like basically like a a mint creamy martini so it's an ounce of everything it's an ounce of uh irish cream an ounce of ounce of creme de menthe liqueur which is pretty strong um maybe a little bit less than that that one could be like to taste um an ounce of vodka and an ounce of half and half um that makes it really uh like uh, a uh like a martini you can obviously throw some other stuff in there uh, basically shake it over ice and strain it into a glass um by adding other stuff you could add like chocolate syrup whipped cream um, shave some chocolate over it, whatever you want. Um, and it might be like a fun green color. 
Create an Altoid if you want. Yeah, drop Altoids in there. <laughs> um, thin Mints, go ahead and add those. Toothpaste. And it's always I was looking cheese. for a big green <laughs> bottle in the liquor store, uh, but instead it was just clear. All I could find was clear yeah. ones. I was a little disappointed, but also yeah. I don't think I want to drink like a, a, a Bailey's green mixture. I feel like that wouldn't work. I don't know what you that would look that like. Say that until you try it. Have you ah, I guess we'll Star find Wars? out. They drink green milk. <laughs> Once I take the picture for the pot, for the the Instagram, I will I will try to find the green one and we'll see what that looks like. Uh, hey, listeners, I know you want to make this drink because it's sticky and minty and creamy. Who doesn't like that? And it comes from Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> we'll be posting yeah, it on our Instagram. I know I haven't been good about it. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you all. I promise I'll do better in the new year. You'll see all these drinks. You'll get the recipes. You'll get to make them. Uh, follow us at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel on Insta, and you'll get to see all our great recipes. Uh, we got a link to our recipe book that Brennan handcrafted, artisanal, free range, beautiful. Uh, download that. It's in our link tree. Enjoy it. Um, all right. I guess... It's time to talk about the movie. Um, this movie, we haven't even named it yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. We haven't even said the name. Wait, wait, wait. All right, so, uh, fuck, what is it called? Sorry, Charlie's Christmas Catastrophe. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Everybody has to say what they think it's called. <laughs> it's, it's called Christmas at Charlie's. Okay, good. Uh, Brennan or James, any ideas? Uh, blonde chicks. Uh oh. <laughs> Christmas Christmas edition. It's it's Charlie's Army takes Miami. <laughs> so check it, Charlie. Boom boom. Finally, as I was looking for the real name of the film, I typed in "Good Luck Charlie's Christmas," which this movie is not called. Oh, you're so close, though. I am very close. The title of this movie is "Good Luck Charlie." It's Christmas. And yes, it's Christmas. <laughs> I mean, it's not Christmas for most of the movie until it is, really. No. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like that's the way with most Christmas movies. It's all yeah. about the anticipation. That's a good point. And frankly, yeah. what is Christmas if not the anticipation? Very good point. Basically, so as far as I understand, this movie is a holiday movie, a Christmas movie more specifically, based on a series called Good Luck Charlie. And... In the series Good Luck Charlie, from what I gather, it's a, a family comedy style uh, show where they're making a video diary for the youngest daughter whose name is Charlie. And that's about as much as I got other than the basic character tropes, which are like mom is high strung and difficult to deal with sometimes, meaning a lot of the time, um, you know, brothers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's honestly as far as I got. Uh, oh, but nerdy and obsessed with babes, respectively. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The baby is um like the hijinks one and the accident prone yeah. one. And the um, dad is your lovable loaf. I don't think there's ever been any other yeah. kind of dad in a Disney feature. He's oafish and slovenly. Yep he uh, he would love drinking beers if they could drink beers in Disney movies. Instead, uh, he just likes to sit on the couch and like. Drink a soda, maybe, mm-hmm. and watch he, like a black and white dinosaur movie. He would eat be popcorn. cracking a cold one constantly. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it would be I'm like the sound of this podcast of every time we crack open yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. 
They'd hear it all I'm the time. I'm realizing that about a lot of Disney dads is they would love they would fit with a beer so so well, but they can't have one. Well, yeah. just, in the decom universe, beer is not invent. True, <laughs> but 9-11 happened. Yes, mm-hmm. 9-11 happened, and that, that's probably why beer doesn't exist, because yeah. Shari- nobody knew how to cope. Sharia law came into effect in the United <laughs> States after that, and, and now there's no more beer. This movie... Thank you, Ryan. This is the future liberals want. <laughs> this movie is basically just planes, trains, and automobiles. Um the, the the main daughter who's who is Bridget Mendler, um, who was also in Lemonade Mouth, she gets off the the plane that their parents are taking to Palm Springs, um, so she could go on her own because she gets a free plane ticket if she does. And then her mom gets off too, and I'm not sure why because that was just a waste of a plane ticket. No um, mm. And then they have to go travel together. And the whole thing is basically the daughter trying to prove that she's responsible enough to like go on spring break by you know, getting from Denver to Palm Springs by herself, uh, only to be thwarted by her own mother at every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, which is very frustrating. I'm not sure why the mother is trying to tell Teddy that she can't uh, take this trip on her own when the mother can't take the trip on her own either. <laughs> We've seen the mother before here at the Disney Channel Tipsy panel. Yes, she was in Bad Hair Day. Yeah, Teddy was in Lemonade Mouth, and the mother, Lee Allen Baker, was in uh, uh, Bad Hair Day. She was that. She was like the the, the, the private the strange mother. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, she's also the one who I mentioned before, who is very outspokenly anti-vax, anti-mask, goes to like town hall meetings and school board meetings to protest it. Wow. Oh. So See, it's, I feel like this character might do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. This is not a reach for her. This is basically, she's not acting. <laughs> yeah. She's basically playing herself. Like this is going to be cliche, but the whole thing is cliche. She's Karen. That's who she is. Yeah. Does she have a name? Karen. Her name's Amy. And Mm. this little kid, Charlie, you might recognize from the meme. Oh, I bit the finger. Right. No, I knew I recognized her from there. No, not not Charlie. I bit the finger. The one where she makes the face like a like a small dog who's. Oh, is that her? Where she bears her teeth. Yeah, she's shrugging and she's putting her palms to the sky like, I don't know. And like. I had no shirt. idea. Ugh, I had yeah. no idea that was her. No, wow. is that her? Is that not her? It looks I, so. It okay, I gotta is. find out. How do I search this? Type in uh, meme. Good luck, Charlie. Yeah, meme, good luck, Charlie. Good luck, meme. Charlie. Uh, oh, yeah. this one. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Sorry. There's so many memes We're- of babies <laughs> out there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Here, you've, you've all seen this. Here, it's this one. I'm showing no, it to the Zoom so yeah. you all see it. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's that's her. That's that's Charlie. Um, He's extremely yeah. cute. Very cute kid. Yeah, they, yeah. the casting was great. Uh, what do you think real-life Charlie's parents are like for, you know, let's put this two-year-old Ooh. in a show all the time? Can't even imagine. Uh, oof. What do you think that's like when you're like when you're too young to know what acting is and they have you acting? Uh, what do I think it's like? I mean, you know, yeah, what what's it like? You, it feels like you grow up and it feels like it happened to someone else because you probably don't remember any of it. That's crazy. Then you watch it and you're like, wow, that's yeah. me. 
but you don't I remember knew, any uh, of it. I knew a guy in college who was a child actor who basically said he he got to a point around like the beginning of high school where he had to decide, like, do I want to have like friends or do I want my like only peer to be my mom and just work? Yeah. Which is an interesting way to grow up. Was he yeah. weird? No, he was normal. He he oh, chose yeah. the the uh, not pursuing acting anymore path. Good, Good he for chose him. to be normal. Well, not before he was in <laughs> fever pitch. Whoa! Wow! Yeah, yeah. Good for him. He was the. But he got a nice paycheck. He, he was, was Drew yeah. Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. This was this was young man was named Drew Barrymore, and now out of showbiz, you can't Drew. find him. Drew. All right. All right. I, I want to redirect us to this movie. I know it's important to talk about this movie, but I can't think of anything, really anything important to say about this movie. I've, I've tr- I tried. I'm, I'm, I'm looking through my notes. I'm really not seeing very much at all. Um, well, luckily I, for you, oh, I, I got didn't stuff. take notes. Oh, but, okay, perfect. But we're, also, we're just, we're just going to wing it then. Yeah, there's, there's also nothing important to talk about. Um, I okay. Okay. I think this is a largely uh, character-driven movie, which is really kind of a stretch because um, the circumstances uh, essentially don't matter. Um, you know, it's a it's a point A to point B kind of thing, and of course they get from point A to point B. Um, but not without a couple hijinks. You know, well, the hijinks are bullshit, too. I mean, the most exciting thing I think that happens is is the they get a car, which it happens to be a Yugo, uh, and for... For our listeners who don't know what a Yugo is, uh, it was built in Yugoslavia. And <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what Yugoslavia is... Ryan, I bet a lot of our audience does not know. Well, let's go back to the very beginning. December 1st, 1918. No, too far, too far. Go back, go back. <laughs> okay, but yeah, anyway, my point is that this movie is... Bullshit. Here, no here's what pisses me off. Here's what pisses me off. They're, they spend so much time talking about, like, how are we going to get from Denver to Palm Springs? How are we going to get from this random location to Las Vegas? How are we going to get from Las Vegas to Palm Springs? They bring up renting a car so many times. Yep. And and then it, it, it just can never materialize. And I don't understand why. Clearly, it wasn't a money issue. At no point is money brought up. And you'd think that, like, you know, it would be normal to bring up money in this, like, show about a family of six um, where the parents are constantly, like, you know, getting by by the skin of their teeth. Um, but, yeah, they bring it up at least three times and then it just dissipates into the ether as as if it's, you know, untenable. Nobody Nobody can do that. No way. Well, it goes along with all their, like... It, it, there's the the continuing gag of like they run into like you know bumblefuck uh, garage owners and oh, yeah. they find Daryl who's not Lenny and Lenny who's not Will Walker Walter. Walker Walter who's not Gary yeah uh, yeah um, I did like that gag it was a good the gag that, it like, was cute I was like are they gonna do it again and then they they gave us one more three for comedy. Yeah, um, you got to do that. Ooh, rule of ooh, three. Ooh, quick, quick. Casting alert, casting alert. Um, I think it was Lenny, uh, the second uh, mechanic, the second guy who, uh, you know, kind of cleans up their car with a shovel. Big. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> does anybody know who that is? Because as soon as I saw him, I was I was very pleased. Oh, no, I recognized I think, him. I if think, he's from Degrassi, uh, I'm going to leave. He's not from Degrassi. No, I this think is good. Brandon going casting alert, casting alert twice should be a new segment. Yeah, casting alert, casting alert. I'll just I'll just throw it out every now and then because there's always somebody. Um, his name is E. E. Bell, and he was the the lot security guard named Barney on the Amanda Show. He oh was the guy God. that Penelope Tate's always trying to outsmart, and she always does outsmart him because he Penelope just likes sitting Tate. around. Um, but yeah, that's that's Barney, and he's it's, it's, that was just a fun one to see. Thank yeah, God. that's, I that's see a good guy. one. Yeah, no, yeah. that's great. There's always somebody. E.E. E. Bell, also a good name. Yeah, Aww. great name. His birthday's coming up. Is it really? When's his birthday? His birthday is December 27th. Happy birthday, E.E. E. Bell. This episode is dedicated to E.E. E. Bell, known for such iconic roles as Barney in The Amanda Show and um, possibly Lenny in Good Luck, Charlie, It's Christmas. Well, he um, also acted in Water for Elephants, which is the 2013 mm. film. Oh, sorry, 2011. Oh, this guy. Yes, he looks very familiar. Was yeah. in Air Force One in the year 1997. Wow. Oh, he was the bartender uh, his- in Hail Caesar when uh, they're doing that sequence where uh, they're like tap dancing on the tables in the um, like the sailor dance. This is got this. I I started talking about this and I knew I was in over my head. <laughs> oh, my e. God. E. He is the key, he is the key, go to eebell.net backslash photo gallery He is the cutest <laughs> photo gallery of his head. Oh, my God. I this cannot now, wait to see. This is now an E.E. E. Bell stand podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. Oh, his, oh, my God. The front page of his website just says, hey, ain't you that guy? Yeah, oh, I know. He is. Wow. He is that guy. Oh, a, man. Brandon, you are so right. <laughs> wow. Wow. This, this, uh, this one of him in, uh, in drag is excellent. He looks great. Yeah. Is that him my with name Shaq? Is Earl. Why was he with Shaq? Why? What was this thing where they're both dressed as like, as like sots in a in a New Mexico border bar? Is that? Oh him yeah, that movie? was them on the set of the movie Rust. Oh god. Oh okay. This is he great. Played, he played Babe Ruth in '61, the um, the HBO movie Aww. about uh, Roger Maris. Oh. Let's, let's write to him. He'll probably come on yeah. the show. Oh, oh man, man I would him. love to get him on the show. Yeah. He's not even like primarily a Disney guy, but I don't care. E.E. No. E. Bell deserves to be here. E.E. E. Bell, happy 67th birthday to you. Forever happy birthday, E.E. E. Bell. We yeah. give, we, I venture to say we all give you big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. <laughs> you said it's his 67th birthday, Ryan? Uh, I don't know if I did the math right. He's born in 1955, so... Yeah. 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 Well, no, no, no. He would be 66, 66. because yeah. it's... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. At yeah. the time of recording, it's still 2021. And you know what two sixes look like? Two E's. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh there's a big birthday it's for, for you. Two, two little lowercase... No, wait, I'm wrong. Okay, we'll flip, it, flip around a couple times. No, it's close <laughs> enough. If you have if you have dyslexia, yeah, they look exactly the same. I'm not waiting until he's 99, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hope he makes it there. Happy birthday, E.E. Bell. That was um, the E.E. Bell hour. Yeah, every episode's going to have one from now on, whether he's in the movie or not. 
His proof right. sheet has a section just called hat, and it's just him wearing hats. <gasps> it's so good. Oh, man. I was so ready to move on, but it's now in, I'm not. It's in alphabetical order, and then the last section is called hat. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so good. Listeners, everybody, if you went right past Brennan's URL that she listed off uh, without thinking about it, you, you got to go wait. You got to go back. Just, you need go, go eebell.net. And then <laughs> can we link can, it in the description <laughs> of the episode? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We can. Yes, we will do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, we need more half photos. There's only nine. That's not oh no! There's only enough. there's only five. He's only got up hat one, hat two, hat three, hat eight, and hat nine. I need to know what four through seven look like. E. e. Bell, what are you hiding? Also, why is his face? <laughs> Actually, never mind. He can do no wrong, so I'm not even gonna. Correct. I'm All gonna right. stop right there. All right. Um, I'm gonna take a look at my notes and see what I can find. Um, I wrote here. This is like the my fourth note. Uh, we are 30 minutes into this movie, so end of the first act. And the only good thing that I'd seen so far was Grandpa's Mints. We did like Grandpa's Mints. Uh, that that was maybe the only other good running gag that the Grandpa just keeps offering mints. Is that like a Grandpa thing, or is that just a thing that they wrote? Well, it's normally hard candy with grandparents. Yeah. Werther's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. something else about the Grandpa, I want to get your guys' thoughts on. Um, mm-hmm. At a certain, so... One plot point is that the youngest son gets grandpa really into um, this one video game that he's trying to beat. He, he loves it. Um, and the grandpa is playing. He winds up playing through the story and he's playing it online with children in Korea. Oh, mm-hmm. so I had two things to say. One, the quote that he says is, um, uh, I must speak harshly with my grandson in Korean, mm-hmm. but his Korean is really good. Mm-hmm. We're thinking the, the same thing here, James. Was he in the Korean War? He was in the Korean War. Absolutely, he was in the yes. Korean War. Yes, definitely. Okay, yeah. Assuming he's about like, page. assuming he's like maybe eighty years old. Yes, he was in the Korean yes. War. Okay, good. Not good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he made it out. That's good. He made it out. Also, the Korean War. Who knows if that conflict was justified, but we had the same thought process about this fictional grandpa speaking. That, that was, I think that was the next thing. Yeah, here. The next thing I wrote was the real joke here is that grandpa was in the Korean War. Mm-hmm. Yes. So okay, this good. I'm game, glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah. This video game, I'm trying to figure out what it's closest to. It's a, it's a first-person shooter uh, with, with graphics straight out of 1998. I'm so uh, glad that they made it look like that. They didn't have to. Um, it looked like the TV show Reboot. Um, and I guess it's a multiplayer game. So it's some, I guess it's like Destiny. I'm going to assume it's like Destiny. I was going to say, that's I what think seems it's like most the likely. first Halo. Okay, yeah, that could also yeah. be it. It's just I, some sort of sci-fi fantasy. We need to get shooty, the, shooty. The, the the cube or whatever. Uh, the, the, the stone orb. of Mithrios. <laughs> yes. I've said this before. I love when a cheapy movie g- goes out on the limb to create a fake video game mm-hmm. because a it always looks the crappiest and it's awesome, mm-hmm. and b. They just tell the actor, just tap away. 
just really, <laughs> really get into that controller. And the movements are like, ve- like very basic. It's like left, right, up, shoot two shots. And they're like, <laughs> that always gets me. That, uh, yeah. that trope, I hope that trope never leaves any media. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, we especially now that video games are more widely accessible than they ever have been. Everybody's yeah. familiar with them. Everybody knows what they're like. Still, I want to see people make something that looks like it only runs on like a 1988 Mac Macintosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and please, please, actors, just make a meal out of that controller. Like <laughs> lean in and like tilt it to the side 45 degrees and lean. So towards it looks the like TV. you're turning. Yeah. Yeah. We want to see more of it. I that controller, that. though, was also just like a toy. They went to yes. a children's store and bought something that three-year-olds can suck on without choking. <laughs> it looks like the 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 like video game candy you can buy. Mm-hmm. You ever see like shitty video game? It's like a it's like a case, like a plastic case that holds small hard candies. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that's what it looks like. Yeah, you're exactly right. <sighs> Decom F bomb? D Decom F bomb? Yes. When the oh well I guess we should explain what the Decom F bomb is first. Okay. In PG thirteen movies, you get a you get one F bomb. And it's it's fun that you get one. And it's gotta be good. Just one. Make it count. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I would put mine when the mom is coming out of the bathroom on the Greyhound bus. Because it almost seemed like they had one in there. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck did you do in there? (laughs) What the fuck? Just she was allegedly puking for like over an hour. Yeah. Too long to puke. I I think it would have to be the old lady who was waiting to use the bathroom on the bus would have to Mm -hmm. be the one to drop the F-bomb. I think that's appropriate. Classic old lady F-bomb. My DCOM F-bomb comes towards the end of the movie. It's basically one of the final sections. Um, So after mother and daughter get stuck in Las Vegas, um, the boys take a trip from Palm Springs to try to go get them. But of course, they're sidetracked and not really sure why. There's some sort of like they're doing the video game acted out. The, The game developers are acting are LARPing their game. Um, and the boys get, yeah, the boys get caught in the crossfire. Um, but then they, you know, pick up, they take up arms and they, they try to win it because obviously, and the older brother, um, just starts shooting somebody and, uh, very easily just takes him down and I'll just add in the F bomb to the actual line where he goes, ha, these fucking nerds go down so easy. He, I, I swear he said that. I, 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 I was only kind of listening at this point, but I, I'm pretty sure he said it. You're probably right. I mean, I, they could have slipped anything into this movie as far yeah. as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, no, nobody would know. No. It is made think- for Charlie's, just Charlie's all over the United States. Yeah. I think the dad might have dropped an f-bomb if he hit the limit that i think any reasonable person would hit with his mother-in-law um his mother-in-law i forget her name uh but anyway we we haven't even covered this he he is he 
one of the things that he does not want and is not looking forward to and doesn't have a good time doing when uh, Teddy and the mother don't make their flight is spending time alone with the mother's mother, a.k.a. the dad's mother-in-law. Convoluted, but she is one of the nastiest people that have ever been depicted in a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, at one point, this would be the F-bomb, I think. She is talking to the kids and she goes, it's like you've been raised by wolves, fat wolves. <laughs> At that point, the dad should have just went, fuck you. Mm. Yeah. Like that. She was out there. At no point did she get any like just, she did not get her just desserts. No. Um, it's, it's implied by the fact that she has to now watch the child who who breaks yeah. everything in her home of, you know, very delicate tchotchkes. Um, but we never get to see it. I think it would be nice to see. It would be mm -hmm. nice to see her whole living room destroyed. Agreed. Well, yes. her tree gets knocked over, but that's not much. Yeah. A, a pittance. Yeah, <laughs> uh, mine's kind of lame. It, no, it's but not. So, I'm, I'm like, sure it's great, Brennan. Don't I mean, doubt yourself. No, it's it's all right, you guys. Uh, but uh, you know, so many things happen in this movie. There's like al potential aliens were gonna come into play because they get yes. uh, they get uh, mom and Teddy get stuck with these two people who are so crazy they have tinfoil hats that they wear <laughs> on the regular. Um, you know, they have the Yugo that fails them. Like there's a whole the whole video game sequence, all this stuff, and then towards the end, this is obviously like the worst holiday ever. It's the worst couple of days ever, but yet they go best fucking Christmas ever, <laughs> which which is the line. Except I added the explicit. Anyway. No, that that should be it. That's how you know it's a it's actually the best Christmas. A, a, the best Christmas has profanity. I don't think I don't think the best Christmas could be you know totally PG. You gotta have gotta have a little eggnog. You gotta have some some some. You gotta give your heart and soul to other people and gifts and receive heart and souls and gifts and you gotta swear. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's important. Yes. There has to be. A, a like if there's no other swearing on Christmas, there has to somehow be like a, a little kid with spiked hair and sunglasses that goes fucking awesome. Like yeah. Anthony Soprano Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that back, back in, in Bethlehem, when the three wise men were walking up to that manger and they saw that little boy, they were just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yo, this, this kid fucking rocks. Fuck I yeah, love dude. this shit. Have some you myrrh. See this fucking frankincense. <laughs> Yo, it smells man, fucking sick. I don't know. <laughs> I assume those things were valuable, frankincense and myrrh, uh, at one point. But but gold clearly seems like the best gift. Yo, bro, you could have hit it this yeah. frankincense. Shit. Oh man, frankincense. What is fucking best Christmas ever? What if like the savior that you see isn't like the savior that I see? Because dude, it's like all about <laughs> perception, like. You're perceiving him from over there, and I'm, like, perceiving him from over here. Oh, man. Did you guys hear what Judas was talking about? Fucking crazy. Oh, he'll never do it. He's a fucking pussy. Brendan, I want to talk about... 
I want to talk about the the alien abductive, the alien captives that you were mentioning earlier, the guys with the tinfoil hats. I think it's cool that they don't just have tinfoil hats. They have like tinfoil baseball caps. That feels like a cop out from the prop department. Perhaps. But I don't know. I do. Do you think it's easier to wrap a whole cap in it or to just make a cone? I feel like the cone's pretty easy. Yeah, I guess they're both pretty easy. I don't know. This one definitely looks better. It's more stylish. Like I could see, like I could see a real good luck Charlie Stan getting their own aluminum foil baseball cap after this. <laughs> getting their own, as if yeah. they don't probably have the materials on hand. Nah, it's it's really hard. Steal his look, uh, Balenciaga hat, three hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> um, aluminum foil from Balenciaga, five thousand dollars. Balenciaga drill bit, seven hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> that drill looked awful. It, that bit was not in the drill properly. It was like waving all over the place. If they tried making an incision on Teddy and and Mom with that thing, uh, that wouldn't work. It was so wide. It was like a corkscrew that you would open wine with, but bigger. Yeah. It was like a clown's corkscrew. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else we got? What else we got? Well, here's something that we haven't talked about yet. How mom eats so voraciously at several different yeah. points throughout the movie and then gets so sick. Well, we talked about the getting sick part. Well, but, I um, mean, th- this is this is a movie. Mm-hmm. If of a course. woman eats a lot and gets sick... Uh, it's she is a hundred percent pregnant. You can't do those things yeah. and not be pregnant. Yeah, in movie land. Uh huh. Right. Purgent. Yeah. Pregnant. <laughs> and the very first thing she does in the movie is get emotional. Women, mm. am I right, fellas? I don't have a healthy relationship with anybody, let alone the women in my life. So I don't know what that is. I. It, it really does just baffle me how long in in movies and TV history that we've had to just have a woman throw up and get emotional for everyone to be like, oh, she's pregnant. Yeah. Why can't a woman just be pregnant? Well, look, yeah. Brandon, this is a movie and it's a dumb movie and it's a dumb movie that's made for kids. So I think that is your answer. It has to be heavy handed. Just like all the more reason, though, that we don't even need foreshadowing. It could just be a thing. Kind of kind of interesting that they made this big reveal during a movie when is because Good Luck Charlie's a television show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good luck, Charlie. This was filmed or this came out between seasons two and three of Good Luck, Charlie. I mean, I'm sure that was like huh. a big dr- that was like the big driving plot of season three. It was mom's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, well, so I did look at the Wikipedia page a little bit um, and I saw that roughly around mid season, the baby was born in a special like two part episode. Um, I also found out that the Internet got to have a hand in naming this child. Oh, um, whoa. And it could have... Don't, don't get your hopes up. This was run by Disney. It, yeah. So you're not, you're not going to get any... You're not going to get any Bodie McBoat face. <laughs> you're not going to get any Marble Cake also the game. It's, it's, it's sending, not going to happen. <laughs> sending Justin Bieber to North Korea. <laughs> yeah. Sending Pitbull to Alaska. Um, no. Pitbull to Alaska. <laughs> yep. 
Um, instead, uh, they went with the name. You ready for this? Toby Wan Kenobi. Ugh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Nerds. Does anyone else Star Wars? Hehe. <laughs> Long time ago, galaxy far away. Beep beep boop. I'm R two D two. Toby Wan Kenobi. What is that from? Wouldn't his I name? I know be- that's from something. Wouldn't I think his name be Toby, whatever their last name is. Well, oh, it's their last name is Duncan. His name is Toby Wan Kenobi Duncan. Oh no, right. Which also just kind of throws a wrench in the whole thing. Like now, there's more to his name, and nobody's ever going to hear the Wan Kenobi. They should have just called him Tim. Yeah, Tim Duncan. <laughs> Tim Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> they dill pickled that kid where you had to see the movie to understand the origin because dill yeah. pickles came out of the rugrats in paris mm-hmm. that was kimmy mm-hmm. i kimmy wait too. now i don't remember no the rugrats movie it was the rugrats movie they did two movies so yeah it yeah, must have been the first one the first one was the rugrats movie and then after the movie came out all the rugrats episode had episodes had dill pickles in them and after Rugrats in Paris came out, all the Rugrats episodes had Kimmy in them, who's Chucky's stepsister. Right. Yeah. This is because everybody knew that everybody knew that Chaz just had a had a thing for Asian women that you could you could just read it on him. Yeah. That's Definitely Chaz. Something of a freak. That <laughs> um, what else do we have in, in in this movie? It's it's so hard to talk just about this movie. Dad hour. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, okay. Decom dad hour. Do we have more than one dad? I think we just have one dad. Just one. Yeah, okay. Do we know his name? Well, Grandpa technically. Bob. It's Bob. Oh, yeah, Grandpa, too. Right. They're both dads. Okay, so Bob. Bob, Bob, Bob. What are we going to do with you, Bob? Um, I think that Bob is a good dad. I think he's devoted to his family. Uh, I think that uh, he gets the short end of the stick, as the Disney dads do all the time. Um, I think he's fine. Give him a B. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Dad a B for beer. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna give Grandpa off his rocker. Grandpa, perhaps it was a side effect from being in the war. I'm gonna do something a little unconventional. I'm gonna give him a nine, as in nine one one. That man is not well No he's not He's got His obsession with mints Has gone a little too far A little too far I I agree That Their dad's doing his best They got a lot of kids They got a lot of ground to cover And um, He works He's an Is he an exterminator? Is that Uh, Yeah Okay, that's that was, his job. I gleaned that just by one line, and it was yep, when same. The, his mother-in-law basically was like, "Did you kill enough pests for that, or some shit like that?" Yeah, like you didn't, you couldn't kill enough bugs to pay for another plane ticket or something. Mm-hmm. Something, something <laughs> like insulting. Yeah. Um. So that's not a glamorous job. He works hard. Um, yeah, he obviously antagonized. did such a good job. There's no uh, repeat bugs. And he yeah. also has not inhaled enough chemicals to render him sterile because <laughs> yeah. he impregnated his wife yet again. Yeah, yeah. he's going for number five. He's very wow. virulent, clearly. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him an A just for that reason. Uh, you know. Because he's virile? 
Yeah, well, because <laughs> he's able to reproduce. And also, I mean, I don't know. She's definitely a, a little too attractive for him. He, um... <laughs> You give know, him an A for resisting all the free radicals produced by all the <laughs> pesticides he uses. <laughs> yeah, he's really good at that. He's really yeah, good he's at resisting very good. free radicals. <laughs> um, and I'm going to give Grandpa an F for fucked up because he's fucked up. He's pretty fucked, fucked up. up. He's married to that fucked up old lady who says fucked up shit. And uh, he loves yeah, that's about his it. Old car. Yeah, for dads. Well, Gramp- Grandpa gets an A for absent-minded. <laughs> yeah, he's just fair. loves his video games and loves his golf and does not play a role in almost anything else. I wish we got to see him playing golf, like his golf yeah. game. I want. I would have liked to see him. I would have yep. liked to see the you know after you know in the in the epilogue when all said and done after Grandpa got fully addicted to the game and beat it. Right. I'd like to see him and the his grandson get really into the golf game after the grandson was just like that golf. That's silly. Yeah, this or one's for you, like, Bob Duncan. Or at least like you know have a little montage of them all together at Christmas and they're doing like bonding extra things like. Charlie the baby is playing with the super valuable reindeer toy um, with the dad like they're bonding because it's Christmas. Um, the, you know, the older brother and Teddy are doing something or maybe he's talking to a babe. Uh, and then like the youngest son and grandpa are playing the golf video game. And like, you know, like that kind of montage, like the end of Elf where they're playing like Christmas carols on the piano, like that type of scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Are, yeah, the way they channel Christmas here is um, the way they get into the Christmas spirit after all the hijinks is through um, a girl who steals their luggage, a girl who mm. um, commits com- commits a wrong to the mother and daughter. And then despite that wrong, they uh, help her and they help her get back home. Uh, they give her a free plane ticket. And they send her on her merry way. And that's, you know, the giving spirit. And then after that, everybody's just happy. And then everybody is happy to see each other. Then everybody's happy that there's a baby. And I think that's the end of the movie. I don't think anything else happens after they all get together. Was there anything else? Did Uh, I tune it out? The one thing that we didn't touch on that I'd like to bring up is the paintball tournament that the uh, boys in the family find their way into, Mm -hmm. which I thought was so funny. Um, that was honestly, to me, the only really redeeming part of this movie, aside from the fact that mom and Teddy ride a tandem bike 90 miles through the desert. 90 um, miles with a, like a like a carriage with like a, a yeah, boot. Yeah, with a luggage lugger. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those were the only two good parts where dad and the boys get fucking carjacked, quite literally, with dudes with paintball guns taking them out of their vehicle and tying them up, too. Mm-hmm. Um but then, you know, they quickly realized that it was like a giant game of live action role playing um, identical to the boys uh, video game. So he wins the real live um, Blarney Stone or whatever that shit was called. Oh, it's the Blarney Stone. Yes, yeah. he gets to kiss it. He does get to kiss it. Um, and why is it on Christmas Eve that they do this live oh, action? Yeah, here is another oh. part that I wanted to bring up, too, is because supposedly all of the programmers of the game were Hindu 
And that was an important plot point for Hindu or, or, nerds. or nerds. I believe yeah. they said I believe they said half of them are Hindu and half of them are, are losers. Uh, yet of the like twenty people we see playing this game, only one of them is uh, Indian. Everybody else is just a white guy. And I don't think Disney's really trying to be progressive by saying these white guys are Hindu. <laughs> and yeah, the the Indian guy is identified by a very um, uh, over the top accent. A thick mm-hmm. accent. Yes. Thick. Yeah. It is certainly possible he has that accent, um, but I'm not yeah. holding my breath. Yeah, we're in. We, this was filmed entirely in Utah. <laughs> Even the Las Vegas scenes. Uh, yeah, shot entirely in Utah. You wow. probably noticed how much green screen is oh, in this bad movie. Green so, so they they you know we see Las Vegas, we see aerial shots of Las Vegas, which you just buy. Like right, you, yeah. you, they didn't have to. I don't think Disney had to actually like, you know, get a helicopter and go film some Las Vegas. I'm sure Disney already had all of that. Why wouldn't Mm -hmm. they? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the establishing shots are definitely Vegas and everything else is just somewhere in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Because it definitely wasn't seedy enough to be Las Vegas, even like the nicest parts of Las Vegas. Like they don't look like what we saw. Mm -hmm. True. Not that I've been that pirate buffet that they go to like that's not in the Bellagio <laughs> per se that is off the strip it would be yes. funny if like dirt like in the middle of the scene like Siegfried and Roy just started doing a show hey, hey what's up I'm the tiger man this is my partner the tiger man <laughs> this movie was made in 2011 were they still like were they still alive then? No, the, they had that both was, long been eaten by their tigers at that point. That was post-attack on Roy. Post-attack? I don't attack? know why I know that. Dude, Brandon, are you serious? Was he attacked by a tiger? Brandon, are you... Really? What? <laughs> I don't know is this. It, are you, are you, is this a bit? <laughs> no, no, this isn't a bit. Somebody fill me in. Dude, oh my god. No, no, don't tell wow. him. Nobody tell him. Wow. <laughs> Nobody say anything else. Don't don't say a single other word. We're going to leave I'm, this thread hanging. I'm looking this up. You guys keep talking. I need to find out what you're talking about. That was 2000. Well, I won't even say it. <laughs> Look, wow. of course, <laughs> of course, the tiger man was attacked by the tiger. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess Severely. that's not surprising. Like, so, like bad. Yeah. He almost died. And he never probably looked wishes the same he was again. dead. Yeah, that was yeah. Roy. That was in 2003. Oh, Roy is his oh. first name? I just assumed it, those were both last names. No, his name is Roy Siegfried. <laughs> yeah. then, who's the, then what's the end? Is this uh, like a, is this like a Jekyll and Hyde situation? It's his middle name. His middle name is And. <laughs> Oh boy! All right. Um, this is. We should probably wrap up soon. No, yeah, there's nothing interesting it, here. I'm gonna call yeah. it there. We've we've had several different digressions, and they've been a lot more fun than discussing this movie. I yep. got one more thing. Um, Go for it. I was repulsed and delighted when at the diner the mother ate jelly off of someone else's napkin. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, a, a very solid like 
gross thing that you can just get away with on in a oh. PG movie, but uh, thoroughly uh, shuddering. Hmm. Like I, 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 I was very uncomfortable by that, and pleased that that was also just in a Disney movie. I think. My favorite shot of the whole movie, and I sent this to everyone before we recorded. Um, it is at <laughs> 51 minutes, 23 seconds. It is so uh, the conflict, obviously, um, is with Teddy and her mom. They're at each other's, you know, they're they're getting a little snippy with one another. And finally, the mom is like, you ruined Christmas. She says it out loud. And Teddy starts to cry and she walks away down the Las Vegas Strip. And as she's walking away down the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Strip, it is just shooting her from the back. And there is about a 19 year old kid in a full Christmas tree outfit with present shoes. And he's just he is in a different movie. He is walking down the street and is just waving at somebody it's not like and it's a familiar wave as if he's like hey good to see you and as she as the music is playing she's very upset she just has just been told she's ruined christmas this is the big conflict they have and he's just waving it off and he's the only indicator of oh it's still christmas even though they just talked about christmas like i don't know why that kid was there but it's the best he looks awesome i didn't notice uh the present shoes that's really great. Good present shoes, yeah. <laughs> I'll send another picture. I took so many screenshots. Please, please do. Please mm-hmm. do. All right. Um, should we should we end this? Should we put this to bed? I think it's about time. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, for those of you who do not know, our rating system is very simple. Uh, it's thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, however, by the end of this episode, you'll probably think there's only one rating that we give these movies. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you what it's not. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'll, I'll go first just because I, I feel that I'm usually the one for... Uh, I'm usually the one where it's like not sure. Like I'm most likely to give it a thumbs up in general, but oh man, I this is I don't even think this is made for fans of Good Luck Charlie. Like I I can't there don't seem to be any like running gags from the show. Maybe there are mm. and we've just missed them, but like it, it if there are, they're very not apparent and they're very uninteresting. Um this movie had one of the worst like end of act 2 fights between the two main characters that has ever been done and they do it all the time so there have been a lot of good ones and bad ones and this is probably the worst one um the brother uh older brother long hair blonde boy brother uh has no role in this movie at all i don't i think he's just here because of the contract uh they didn't do anything with that character which is strange um and everything sucks this is a big thumbs down I will pick it up from here, and I think it'll be no surprise to anybody with a pulse who has listened to this show or done this show before that uh, I'm going to concur with Brandon and give it a thumbs down. Um, I will say the one thing that I'd like, the one and only thing that I liked in this movie is the fact that it is about a road trip, and so you do get some like decent Americana in there, but um, it's like decent at best, and I think I'm being overly generous. Um Yes, movie sucked ass and it wasn't it wasn't offensively stupid and bad. It was just boringly stupid and bad. Um, 
you know, I think I would probably have handled it better if it was so bad that it offended me, but it, it didn't like, it didn't piss me off how bad it was. I was just like, I couldn't believe that 30 minutes in, it wasn't over yet. It was like such a slog. And as you all know, I watched this movie on, I watched them on like double speed or whatever. I couldn't even laugh at how bad it was. Like sometimes they're so bad that it's funny Mm -hmm. and this wasn't even there. The, the only thing I laughed at was the fact that they were forced to drive a Yugo. And <laughs> it was funny when the mom said that the car was made in a country that no longer existed. That was the only thing I found funny and probably not for the same reason that most people would find that funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, fucking thumbs down. Bad, 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 bad. That's enough. Yeah. I, I don't have much to add. It was a big stinky pile of garbage. <laughs> it was yeah, like like everyone said, it wasn't even like fun bad. It was just draining bad. And if you're a fan of the show, I don't know if this will really do it for you. Thumbs down. I I had it's a thumbs down. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. But I have to say, I had oh, a little God. bit more fun than you guys have had with it. I loved grandpa a lot. Every time he was in there, I was like, give me more grandpa. Uh, he said the first line he says is the dad asked him, how you doing? He goes, I only got half a kidney, but I'm still here. Like that tickled me to have any running jokes at all. Like a, a third iteration joke of like the, um, you know, the, the garage owners like that, tickled me a little bit more than most decom jokes uh but that's about it the rest of it's utter crap i agree thumbs down yeah this was i just thought it deserved some niceties i'm also pretty drunk (laughs) (laughs) that's very kind i'm i'm also i'm i'm right there with you james uh just because i don't have to go to work tomorrow so this is uh this is the time. Um, listeners, I'd really like to know if you liked this movie. I, I want to hear the perspective of somebody who liked this movie. Uh, send us an email, DisneyChannelTipsyPanel at gmail.com. I'm, I'm so curious, truly. Uh, also, tell us where you were when Michael Jackson died. If you're going to write us and tell us where you were when MJ died, I'll read that. But if you're going to write us and tell us that you like this movie, make sure you put a disclaimer at the top for me not to read it. Cause I don't want to hear it. No, I, I do though. But, uh, but if you want if you want to write it and tell I us which too. hat, which hat picture is your favorite from EE e. bells website. That's oh fine. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I personally, I'm a hat three guy. <laughs> I, I, I actually, three you know what? JPEG. Yeah, Hat Three JPEG. I have to take back that there was nothing redeeming about this movie because I wouldn't have known who E.E. E. Bell was if we hadn't brought him up here, and I wouldn't have seen Hat One JPEG. He if, just looks like he's so kind. He does. He, yeah, he looks like he's kind guy. and nice. Yeah, and you don't always get that. That's I want to meet E.E. E. Bell. I want to meet him. He's going to come on the show. Don't worry. We'll make it happen. His website skips from hat three to hat eight, and I'm going to hack it to find hats four through seven. Please. I need them. I really, really need them. (laughs) They're in here somewhere. 
That's our show, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, please listen to all the rest of them. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, our Instagram is Digital Tipsy Panel. Our Twitter is Tipsy Panel. Uh, I said the email already. We have a Disney Channel Tipsy Panel hotline. Uh, 914-863-1613 uh, Give right. us a call Tell us where you were when MJ died Tell us yep. what your favorite E.E. E. Bell hat is Always want to yep. know that um, Tell yeah. me what Kurt Schilling's Wins above replacement is <laughs> As a 9.5. Uh, I don't know what that means <laughs> um, As a uh, Fun thing to look forward to um, we usually end the year with a Xenon movie and we have the third Ooh. one to do. Um, but we're working around everybody's schedules. So if you don't hear that before uh, 2021 is over, we promise it'll be the first one we do in the, in the new year. So, uh, yeah, you can look forward to what is it? Xenon Z3. I assume that's what it's called. Yeah, it's pro- probably going to be good. I hope so. All right. That's our show, everyone. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. We got another decom for you. Bye. Merry Christmas, filthy animals. On October 3rd, 45 minutes into the show at about 8.15 p.m., Roy let out Manticore, a seven-year-old white tiger born in Guadalajara, Mexico. The 380-pound cat became distracted by someone in the 1,500-member crowd and broke his routine strength towards the edge. Roy left to put himself between Manticore and the front row. Roy gave him a command to lie down. Manticore refused, gripping his trainer's right wrist with his paw. Manticore released his grip, but Roy had been strained to pull away and fell backward over the tiger's leg. In an instant, Manticore was on top of him, clamping his powerful jaws around Roy's neck. Damn, this is intense.